This is the Giraffes Don't Eat Steak podcast, a show that brings you marketing stories, tips, hints, and much more. A treat for those who want to succeed in business or marketers who just want to learn. I've got an interesting subject to talk to talk about today. Right. It's um, the differences that I found, and when I say I found, I'm pretty sure you found as well, um, working with different types of business. So a business that is, I don't know, let's say a larger organization that has, that you're not working with the direct owners of a business. So you're working with an MD or a CEO versus uh, a smaller business. Uh, well, it doesn't necessarily have to be a smaller business, but you're working directly with the owner of the business. Um, and when the owner of the business is, they started the business because they have a speciality in in whatever it is that they do. Um, and the the differences between those two and, you know, the challenges you face in either or of them. Um, so I thought that would be quite a good one to talk about because I'm sure there's quite a lot of listeners that have seen that different or difference or have maybe an opportunity coming up where they where they're thinking about jumping ship to a smaller business where it's just a business owner or the other way around and we could maybe give some good insights into that yeah i think that's really good so where should we start the owner run business right yeah (laughs) that one that one took me by because i started off my career and obviously you did as well in in corporate the larger organization so moving to a a small business was different uh but it also comes with some really amazing upside um that you don't normally see in the corporate uh i'd say so from the straight away the thing that i absolutely love that i've found working with business owners is is the lack of red tape, or I'd say, or less red tape and the ability to move things forward. Speed, um, speed and decision making, right? Speed and decision making, exactly. Which is also which for marketing particularly is really, really important. Um, especially because we have, I mean, it depends on the on the goals of the of the projects you're doing on, but a lot of the time they're time sensitive. Absolutely. Um uh, and I've, I've had well we've had many experiences before where we've we've missed out yeah missed the bus <laughs> yeah we completely missed the bus um so that's a really nice nice angle of the if you found that quite a lot recently in some of your workings with with smaller businesses yeah no definitely I think that is the so the upside is they can make the decision on budget on go for it on yes or no quick quite quickly if you present your your case well um you can you can get the support you need to move forward and an interesting one though and actually I was talking to this to a friend about this this morning is him and I worked together with a client last year him on the sales side and me on marketing and when we were with a client owner and business when we were with him, he got what we were saying, the marketing direction. Mm. We were doing a rebrand. He was nodding. We were all on the same page. 
And then the next day when we had a meeting, he'd backtrack completely like, oh, no, <laughs> not sure about this direction. And we were trying to do we were actually at that point trying to choose a new name, like and then rebrand is always sensitive for an owner run business, especially yeah, right. if the name was theirs initially. Um, and okay. you can have all the right reasons to rebrand, but it's really hard. And this went on for months. For months, we would get to the right strategic direction based on the target market. And he would be, yes, yes, yes. And then next day, no, no, no. And we couldn't understand it until, it must, it must have been like three months in, that we realized his wife was as much a part of the business, even though her name wasn't on the door. And every night he would go home and give her an update. And she was the one that was not on board. And so we wasted, and I, 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 this is me. No, I should have realized this because there was another decision maker in play that mm. we didn't realize. And only once we started bringing her into the meetings and into the discussions, did we actually start moving forward. So that's an interesting one with an owner-owned business is you need to understand the dynamics fully because there could be a silent partner <laughs> That right. actually is pulling the strings that you don't know, right? Yeah. Um, and yeah, I was actually talking about this this morning with my friend Terrence because it threw us. We wasted three months um, and we couldn't understand what was going on. Like, mm -hmm. no, but you said yes yesterday. Yeah. And those silent partners aren't always obvious. Like yeah. you said, in this case, it was the wife I've, I've experienced where it's... Um, like a, another marketing friend yes you know, like or, or an advisor a mentor advisor. you don't know or, right or, or just the the guy down the pub the pub which guy is, one, is the which is the most terrifying one probably yeah. well we've had and you you must remember this we've had um my friend said that we should be on facebook do you remember those conversations like uh yeah. your friend okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> even the mum Oh yeah, my mom said. Yeah, <laughs> my mom said. He's like, hang on, but you're just over sixty years old yourself, and you're taking it. You're taking business and marketing. Look, sorry, I'm not. I'm. I shouldn't say that. Don't knock you, the mom. She could be. Don't awesome. knock the mom. I'm just saying. You know, it's it. There's nothing wrong with it. It's just something I did not expect at all. Absolutely. The other thing, I, the other angle I found the so outside of this or maybe it's like the internal silent partner of a business owner uh, and you know as well being a business owner there's all we we lack confidence sometimes because it's it's our business is our baby it's like us on the line um I think that plays a big factor as well um something that I found is it's easy to come into a business or a product and and really shine light on it and, and give it a bit of a marketing spin which is always optimistic it's not pessimistic it's it's showing our best front our best foot right as much as possible and I found that some business owners it's it's like oh maybe that's a bit we're promising too much or it's a little bit too much imposter syndrome right imposter syndrome yeah exactly so you can be i found being in a meeting even with the rest of the team everyone's vibing it's like yeah that's really really good even the owner's like you know that's good i'm going to leave it with you guys because you know you're on the ground and then 
you know, there's nothing around the topic for it could be 24 hours, it could be a week, but suddenly like something pops up. Okay. Maybe we could let's just tone it down a little bit. Tone it down a little bit. Tone yeah. it down. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And then it's like, you know, let's just let's just, you know, not if anything, let's underpromise because I'd rather overpromise. And and oh. I, I understand that completely. And it is, but it is a fine balance because as marketers, we cannot overpromise. We shouldn't overpromise. We shouldn't, yeah. We absolutely shouldn't. But we shouldn't underpromise as well. And we it needs to be the the middle ground of really show it showing your best the the best part of you right as as much as you possibly can, but without stepping over that line. It is a very fine balance, and I, I understand the the difficulty of a of a business owner in in that sense. Yeah. So what's the key here, Alex, with working with any business, right, especially? A, a, a owner run business is exactly what we always start with understand your clients in this in this scenario it's your client exactly right that, yeah you know make sure you know who's in the room yeah um, get to know the personalities i think that's also important because as you say each personality is different another thing i struggle with owner run businesses is is linkedin for example because you know, and I know that the best activity comes from a personal profile, not from a business profile. Mm. But then a personal profile would need to be that owner. He or she is the face of the business. They need yeah. to be the voice. But if they're not wanting to be in the spotlight, if they're not comfortable with that, they're not going to want to do that. They're going to, oh, no, post on the business page, post on the business page. So then your marketing efforts are are stunted a little bit. It's much harder. Not impossible, yeah. but harder. So understanding that personality of of your clients, your your um, owner, is vital, and taking the time to see who else is in play, how strong are those other influences in the decision making, um, and as you say, they may not be obvious. No, I, th- exactly. I think you you do more, isn't it? It's the same work you would do with a corporate, but in a corporate, you know to do it, you know to do the work. Yeah. When you join a corporate, you take time to understand your stakeholders, your role players, because you know there's a team decision. But with the owner-run business, maybe the the risk is your assumption is it's just one man <laughs> or woman. Yeah, right. And you you don't take the time to realize the influence. I see what you mean. I see what you mean. So yeah, in a in a in a large organization, you you can already see the people. You can see the influences. You can see the the CFO, the COO who yeah. might be influencing the CMO or the CEO or something like that. And it's it's plain to see where it could be or not necessarily plain to see, but you can see the people who, who are around. But Yeah, there, there's this org structure, right? There's an org chart yeah. that helps you, yeah. you know, um, with a with a smaller business. There's a it's a it's a not an official org structure, but there's no, still exactly. an org structure, right? So that there is an element of, yeah personally getting to know them um and you know just trying to think how that can influence any decisions and being aware of any decisions that are coming back and taking a moment to think you know where from the time you've spent with the person when they're speaking to you normally in a meeting does what they've just said does that kind of align with the normal things they say to you in person if not maybe it's an outside influence 
maybe not, but you know, it's something to consider. Um, but the other thing that is really, really nice within an owner biz uh, business uh, owner business business owner run business owner run business <laughs> is the level of again it depends if this is your thing but the level of autonomy is much higher right can uh, we can can be again <laughs> it can it's be. personality types right yeah yeah and, and it depends on the experience of the um owner uh, owner run business uh if they come depends what area they come from right if they come from a marketing area maybe they'll be then you're stuffed yeah <laughs> we've had that we've had yeah. a marketing expert boss right who wanted oh, yeah. to uh tell us every single thing we did yeah or someone and, who wants to become an art marketing expert oh over yeah or someone who's who's uh what this was my favorite i watched the simon cynic video yeah, <laughs> this is how I want to do it. Yeah, I watched the video. Yes, the. I watched the Simon Sinek video, and now yeah. I know everything about marketing. <laughs> yeah, it's quite. You, it is an interesting time. You you have to be more on your toes, I think. Or you have to be thinking a lot more independently, I guess, uh, and trying to understand the dynamics. There's a lot more visibility of what's really going is there this is actually quite a difficult one i think it's the same i think our assumption yeah. is it should be different but if we actually analyze the work that you should be doing right understanding who you're working with what their personality types are how they like to make decisions mm. what information they need to be comfortable because that's also different right if someone needs a lot of detail to be comfortable you've got to produce detailed reports or whatever but if that bores them and they want bullet points you need to adjust now that applies in a big business or a small business it's the same right you need yeah. to spend the time I think our learning over the years has been we assumed with a smaller business you didn't need to do the same amount of work and that's the mistake because you do yeah um and the personality type is is a big play and that's whether it's it's whoever's leading you in the big organization because you have a reporting line although mm. in most of our big organizations we've had matrix reporting lines right so you report to two different people so that's been that's a whole different um kettle of fish you've got to do yeah. everything twice <laughs> but um in a small organization you may have a single reporting line but it's you still need to know how they like to work um yeah and and can go either way. You can have the micromanager who puts in four thirty Friday PM meetings just to see, <laughs> see how you're doing. Who haven't let that down? Nope, I still have not. <laughs> and you know how much I love four thirty Friday PM meetings. <laughs> and or, or you could go the other way, right? You could have the person who's quite happy as long as you're delivering to let you do your work. Yeah, that's true. And again, also depends what you like because some people. Some people like to be micromanaged. Some people like to be more autonomous. Um, so, and it's yeah. task dependent, right? Yeah. Sometimes you've done a task fifty thousand times in your sleep, so you don't need a lot of lot of help on that. But sometimes it's the first time, even in marketing, right? If I had to do a TikTok video today, guess what? I've never done a TikTok video, so I probably yeah. would like some little bit of support yeah, on getting true. that done. But if that you ask true. me to do a LinkedIn ad, oh, I've done those. So definitely yeah. don't need someone to 
tell me where to click buttons on that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I think also working in the smaller businesses, you have to be prepared to do stuff that you've not done before or you've previously handed out to someone else to work on. Um, because it often, not always, of course, but the resource can be can be fewer or less. I don't know. There could be less resource available to you. Yeah. Um, so you may spend time doing things that you haven't done for a few years because in, in corporate you had a larger team, someone who could take those parts. Absolutely. Yeah, that is a big difference. Yeah. Um, and you might also have to start building, almost run your department as you almost like you are a business owner because sometimes you need to start building your own network of people once you do start getting some maybe financial resource to support you in terms of finding designers web designers copywriters and such like that building that network it also is it's tough it's not easy because it's hard to find the people that you work well with um that produce and that can deliver <laughs> deliver on time and to the quality that you that you desire. Absolutely. Yeah. And then if we switch to the bigger organization, because there are pluses, we've made it sound like it's horrible now, but if there are pluses to bigger organizations, of course. Then, then one of them is the resource, right? Yeah. You tend to have a different copywriter or graphic designer or people on call. You have, and for me, this is a big one, an IT department that can help you when your tech doesn't work. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> or when you need to figure out how to use the printer um, yeah. you know you have these you know compliance team that take the flack can for signing off stuff so the risk's not totally on you to no, uh, get it right exactly there's a lot more to fall back on in a, in a larger organization because you you you're building your your campaigns and everything actually with an army around you of of people who who have helped and had checked over things or whatever it is you, you've got support going up um and that is a it's a it's comfortable and i also like the camaraderie i uh you know the te- yeah. the teamwork the let's go for lunch together the laughter yeah. over mistakes the yeah. there's a, a camaraderie the beers instead of the 4 30 meeting oh, the, yes the, well <laughs> maybe cosmopolitans not cosmopolitan. beers, but you know yes those that's pretty cool yeah. Um, so that's yeah, that's a different animal, right? Yeah. And uh well, we lucked out, but, but lots of work trips, business trips. Yes, yes. If you have if it's a large organization, you have offices around the world having having <laughs> having nice business trips. That's a plus. I like that. Especially when you work with a nice team, right? That's even yeah, better. Exactly. And yeah, you can exactly. sit next to them on the plane. <laughs> Dreadful. Never ever do that again. Never sit next to them on the plane. Nope. Sit far away. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Well, tips, Alex. How are we gonna close this off? Well, I think what, uh, what suggestions can we make to help our listeners? I think first of all, you need to understand who you are as a person and and what is important to you. Are you are you looking for more autonomy? Are you but are you looking for or would you prefer more support in your day-to-day activity? Um, are you um, are you willing to do things that you don't normally have to do? Uh, or 
would you rather spend to more your, time stick to your knitting ex- yeah stick to exactly what you like doing um and and then either way be if you're in a large organization or a small organization like you were saying again remember who you're working with think about the wider field of influence um, and understand how that might be um uh yeah influencing ideas or suggestions from other people or mindset and um, yes yeah, so that would be my my advice yeah i think you got it spot on just treat every job the same do the same amount of diligence whether it's big or small and yeah. make sure you know who your stakeholders are love it awesome well Great chatting as usual, Alex. I'll talk to you soon. You too. Chat soon. Bye. Bye. That wraps up this episode of Giraffes Don't Eat Steak. Thanks for joining us. I hope you found value in our discussion and got some new ideas to apply to your own business. Tune in next week for another round of marketing insights and inspiration. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We appreciate you listening. Catch you next time on Giraffes Don't Eat Steak.